Omega student Nathan Valencia collapsed and later died November 23rd, just days before his 21st birthday. After fighting in a fraternity charity boxing event, UNLV student David Cruz videoed the event, which appeared to show the boxing referee drinking during the match. I think there is somebody to blame here, and I think it's the fraternity for organizing a poor event and not ensuring the safety of their fighters. The Clark County coroner says Valencia died of head injuries and ruled his death a homicide. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Two American astronauts were supposed to replace a broken antenna outside the International Space Station today, but NASA has delayed their spacewalk after Mission Control learned a piece of orbiting junk from a Russian satellite missile test two weeks ago could come dangerously close. Go easy on that pancake topping this morning. CBS's Elise Preston has the heads up on a shortage. With more people eating at home, demand for maple syrup shot up. Manufacturers are parting ways with nearly half of the sweet condiment they had set aside. Americans are the biggest consumers of maple syrup. This is CBS News. The leading sign of COVID is a fever. So everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Try the Exergen Temporal Scanner and learn more at exergen.com. That's exergen.com. Dell's Cyber Monday event has arrived, and it's the perfect time to step up your creativity. With incredible savings up to $300 off PCs, it's Dell's biggest sale of the year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping on everything, plus great financing from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by dell for Cyber Monday deals. That's 800 by dell Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. I'd like to carry more parts at my shop, but I just don't have the room. Every time I go in the back to get wiper blades, I trip over a dusty crate of Honda air filters, then bang my head on some GTO radiator hoses. eBay Motors never has that problem. They stock all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, with everything from new headlights to vintage gear shifters. I can't imagine being able to stock 122 million parts. I mean, where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors, let's ride. A man from India has gifted his wife a replica of a famous monument. It's a scaled-down but exact miniature replica of the Taj Mahal. Inside, it's got four bedrooms, a library, meditation room, those famous dome ceilings, and tons of gold decor. The man got sculptors and artisans from all over the country to build it for his wife for love. The entire project costing about $260,000. There's no telling when the couple could move in. Right now, it's open to visitors, just like the real. Indian attraction. The Taj Mahal was commissioned back in 1632. It draws 7 million tourists every year. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Cyber Monday is a wrap. Today you're supposed to open your wallet and give. This Tuesday after Thanksgiving is earmarked for donating to nonprofits and volunteering at local community centers. It was started by New York City's 92nd Street Y in 2012 in conjunction with the UN. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them, and you cannot rely on them. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. This Cyber Monday, Rocket Mortgage is bringing you their biggest sale of the year. On top of near historic low rates, when you refinance, you can save an average of 20% off closing costs when you lock your rate. This means big savings for you at the closing table. You only have until November 30th to save with this great opportunity, the Rocket Mortgage Cyber Monday sale. Visit rocketmortgage.com today to see what you could save or call 833-8-ROCKET. Call 800-490-1233 for cost information, disclosures, and conditions. Equal housing, limited license in all 50 states. Animalist consumer access. Total number 3030. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services. Advisors, Inc., Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. 
They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. In the same way, the journey to end poverty for good begins first with a child. A journey like this takes commitment from you and me. A commitment to end poverty for good. Learn how you can help at children.org right now. Happy holidays, Athens. TJ here from Pizza Cottage, and we're just the gift that keeps on giving. This holiday season, bring your family in for some pizzas, subs, wings, pastas, you name it. Or better yet, book our party room for your holiday gathering. Need a stocking stuffer or extra gift? Stop in and purchase a gift card for your special someone. So come visit me and the rest of our crew at 951 East State Street or check out our menu at pizza-cottage.com. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's probably not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth, Ruth Show. It's really, <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. when we dig deep. Moves it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets ticket plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. I-N-E-P-T, E-N-F-T-E-C-T. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Talking with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach and athletic director at Inept Tech. And Coach, when we spoke with you recently, I don't think we really established where your school is located. Where everybody knows where it is. It's right here in town, and everybody probably goes by it twice a day, once on the way to work, once when they come back home. It's located right downtown, out there at the corner of River Streets. And, of course, everybody that knows where the Tamashant building is, it's right by there. And I assume you have a stadium adjacent to your campus. Uh, well, no, it's right next door. Can you tell us something about your facility over there? Well, I can tell you about the stadium, if that's what y'all want to know. Of course, uh, this goes back to 1937 when a boy what was in my class, you know, I went to NAP Tech. You probably didn't know that. But no, I, I really didn't. That's right. I was a graduate of uh, NAP Tech a long time ago, and there was a feller in my class named of, uh, Sheldon Steverson, and uh, Sheldon went on to be a big career as a doctor. I don't know what kind of doctor he was, but he made a lot of money, and he decided to give it back to his old school in the form of a stadium. And, uh, of course, uh, back then, stadium stadiums cost a little more than what he thought and he run out of money about halfway through building that stadium and old Shell bless his heart he wanted to give all his money to the stadium so even though we only got it half half finished we wanted to name it after him so we now play in the half shell stadium and I'll be back with coach turf in just a moment and the art turf show is proudly brought to you by peppermint tea and extracts not X-Lax, Extracts. Well, which is better? Well, it depends on what your needs may be at the time. Oh. Back with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach and athletic director here at Inept Tech. And, Coach, we've established that your Oysters play in the Half Shell Stadium. I see a lot of black and gray hanging around the campus here. Are they school colors? Well, that's right. You know, that's about as basic as you can get. We wanted to go with one of these here basic colors. We didn't like all them pink, purple, and turquoise, and paisley, and all them other psychedelic-type colors. We wanted to go with the basic colors for the basic program, and I'm a basic kind of guy. Coach Turf, I was 
noticing that uh, your team's nicknames are the Oysters. I just wonder if you have a, a mascot, an oyster mascot for your athletic teams. Well, no. Uh, you know, we went down to the Five and Dime uh, looking for oyster costumes, and, you know, we couldn't find none. Uh, seemed like uh, nobody makes them anymore. I don't know if they used to make them and they stopped making them or what. So I guess we had to go with another mascot, and, and dogged if we didn't come up with one. We wanted to come up with, with an original mascot, a mascot what nobody else has. And so we could, wait a minute, I got him right over here. Uh, Benny. Here, here he is. What is that, Coach? Well, that's uh, Benny, Benny 17. He's our bullfrog mascot. And uh, Benny uh, has one problem, though. He like, wait a minute. Benny, where are you going there, boy? Benny? What happened to him, Coach? Well, uh, I guess we're going to be looking for Benny 18. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, EM 970 and 97.1 FM. Never heard of it. What a glorious morning it is outside. Look at that sunshine. 54 degrees. No, 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 no. 38 degrees right now. Headed to 54 today. Tomorrow, rainy and 46. But then Thursday and Friday and Saturday. Going to be pleasant and, relatively speaking, warm. talking about the low 60s even. It's a Tuesday. We got a free-for-all. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here, of course. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, let's see here. Um, I said today a free-for-all, but we do have two um, guests this week. Um, on Wednesday, that's tomorrow, Shelly Lieberman um, will be joining us. Uh, she has the friendly paws business, but she's also so involved in animals, right, and and their well-being and all that sort of thing. And um, so Shelly's going to be in tomorrow. On Thursday, Tom O'Grady will be joining us. Tom is the director of the Southeast Ohio History Center. I have an event there tonight at uh, 5 o'clock, I guess. And uh, so um, I'll be uh, even better schooled on uh, hosting him than on Thursday. But uh, the Southeast Ohio History Center will be the corner of Congress and State, right? Yes. The former, uh, what was that? The well, it was Athens a ch- a church, Church of Athens Christian Church. I think I it was. I think you're right. Anyway, that's the um, Southeast Ohio History Center. Tom O'Grady, of course, also um, always fun to talk to him about the stars and um, telescopes and. Well, he, he just, uh, over the years, has been good at so many things. All right, so that's what's coming up this week. But today, a free-for-all. By the way, today is National Day of Giving. It's that time of year when, you know, we're accustomed to going out and shopping and buying gifts and giving gifts. To kids and neighbors and parents and grandchildren and you know the the list is nearly endless. But it's also a good time of year to think about different worthwhile organizations that you want to support and see them further 
carry out their missions. Yeah, and if, if I may add this, if you wish to do that, if you would like to do a kind, humanitarian, loving deed this Christmas, please contact the Athens County Job and Family Services as they can tell you what children they have in their care would like to have certain things, certain gifts you can give to them. These are kids without parents, without a family, uh, without any relatives, and they are in the custody of the state. So please contact Athens County Job and Family Services to see where you can help. Um, another organization will be Athens Children's Services, period. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Otis Crockman and all that. Yes, Athens Children's Services. Let's let's make sure to, to get both of them in there and but there's, there's contact well, both uh, of them. You know, there's uh, on my emails <coughs> this morning, there were, oh, perhaps a dozen emails speaking of today being the National Day of Giving and please support them and from different organizations that do really good things, including Ohio University and um, Day of Giving. So that's one of the things on the list. And then we go from that to National Mason Jar Day. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, lately I have discovered a few restaurants serving drinks in mason jars. Mm-hmm. I think the first one I encountered was uh, maybe Bob Evans or something like that. But now I see a number of them doing that. Do and they have the handles on them or is some, it just some a do. jar? Some uh, do. My recollection is that Bob Evans, it's just a jar. Um, I have a couple now at home that I've picked up, and uh, they do have the handles. Yeah, those are like down on the farm in the yeah. old days. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, you, you probably have a few of those in your refrigerator downstairs, I'm guessing, for that stash that you happen upon every now and then. Our beer fridge? Yeah. Isn't that where you said it is? With the moonshine in those jars? Oh, yes. Down there? Yeah. Aren't they in mason jars? I, I can't even remember how we came to... <laughs> I think. I think when Nick moved from Texas to Athens, those showed up, and they're like two gallon, two one gallon jugs. Good heavens! And one is. Uh, Are they plastic jugs? No, no, no. I was, <laughs> no. Probably would have eaten right through the plastic by now. <laughs> but this is some sort of moonshine. <laughs> and um Texas moonshine. I'm not um I'm not uh, all that fond of hard liquors. Uh, now give me a, a glass of cider with a little bit of, you know what I mean, uh hard cider, there we go. And I'm that's that suits me and of course wine. Well, well anyway that probably has some pretty high octane level in it now. You might be able to Run your tractor on that if gas prices you get You know, too that's high. right. I could put it in the lawnmower. Yeah, if gas prices keep going the way they are. <laughs> but one one's sort of reddish, and the other one is um, a deeper, more, I'm going to call it cider color. That might give you a whole nother gear on that tractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it on cruise control. All of this because it's National Mason, Mason Jar Day. <laughs> Oh, here's another one. National Personal Space Day. Yeah, I like that one. Do you? Yeah. Okay. There's it's, a time you got to have it, you know? We're halfway through. It's Computer Security <clears throat> Day. We have one guy, just Jeff, we call him. Um, Jeff. Um, but I named him just Jeff when he first started. Um who has become our IT wizard. And um, he's good at some other things, too. But uh, that computer security stuff. The other day I got a, an email from Amazon saying your order's on its way. 
and I'm thinking, I haven't ordered anything from them. And it was a $789 computer or something or other, right? So I called the number at the bottom of the screen to let them know that, um, no, I had not ordered this. And I got someone with an extremely foreign dialect. And something just didn't sit right with the conversation. So I hung up. Then I went on the website for Amazon, called them, and turned out this was a, what do you call it, one of those scams. Scams. So. I've been getting those regarding uh, DirecTV about offering a 50% discount of their monthly rate. Mm-hmm. I thought, there is no way that AT&T is going to do a 50% discount. I don't care if it's Christmas season or not. So I called DirecTV to let them know, and I had a few things you know, to take care of my account as well. And they said it's a scam. They've been getting calls about that too. So if you happen to have DirecTV or Dish Network or uh, any kind of satellite service, uh, for your TV reception, then you might want to be aware of that if you're getting calls offering 50% off of your monthly rate. Right. Well, let's see here. How about the other? There's one I see. Oh, here we go. Stay home because you're well. Do you yes. have that one? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I have to think that's a, um, a recent one, um, you know, on the COVID thing. Yeah. Stay home because you're well. In other words, don't circulate and get out amongst crowds and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's on there. It's National Mount Moose Day? Moose. Yeah, moose. That's a food, right? Well, it could be, and, and it's also an ingredient that some folks use in their hair. But this is, uh, right now, the word mousse, is a, it's a French word that means foam. So typically, you know, you use egg whites or cream to make a mousse. Okay. You can serve it up as a delicious treat. It can be savory or sweet. And you can put it on your hair. Well, there's... <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, I, I have heard of people who have done that. The food thing? Used egg whites and put it on their hair for uh, the nutrients from the eggs, from the egg whites mm. that supposedly are good for the protein of the hair. All right. Well, whoops. I thought a caller had just called in, but I missed him. Um, maybe they're going to expand on the moose. Or maybe they got turned off on the suggestion. Um, let's see, today is National Meth Awareness Day. Oh, meth, that's an illegal drug, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Let's go to our phones this time. Good morning. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Palmer, for bringing up a scam that you that occurred. We get those. But the worst situation now in Athens, and at least 20 people in Athens okay. are experiencing this. Someone, I know where it's originating from now, um, changing people's addresses. They're doing what? Changing people's addresses. And you're getting validation cards from the Postal Service. You know, a validation, did you really change your address? And it's a serious matter, and there's at least 20 people, and you can't do much about it. And... uh, so if they're doing it to you online, they know how to. They don't even have to appear anymore in any post office across the country. They can just do it on the internet and switch your address. They don't have to even have porch bandits anymore. They can have it just sent to somewhere. This is a big deal. It's been going on for some time, but at least 20 people in Athens are experiencing it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you know, medications come by mail. Um, Packages, of course, come by mail. Bills come by mail. All kinds of things. Your your banking comes by mail. Um, yeah. Well, and not much can be done. 
it's, it's a serious matter, and I do believe that uh, soon we will hear a, uh, a um, announcement, uh, either nationally or locally, mm -hmm. regionally, mm -hmm. about this happening. It's been going on for more than a month, I think. And um, you say in Athens it's been going Absolutely. on for a month? Absolutely. I'm looking right now at an official change of uh, address validation uh, thing. Okay. Have you been affected? Yes, we have. Okay. And what do you do to correct it? <laughs> you can't do a damn thing about it because the Postal Service is the one who has to do it. But uh, they're aware of it, so... Politicians now know in the region, and uh, okay. and so, you know, it's just something that uh, there's a 1-800 number attached. You tell them, and they think they, they fixed it. They haven't fixed it, and... Well, wait a minute. How do you know that one eight hundred is because well the official or the or the scammer? Your, lo your local postmaster has ah. confirmed it. Okay. Your local carrier has confirmed it, and on your route, on the route that you were, in, uh, your household and my household, there was probably at least four or five. Okay. At least four. Yes. And. Um, well, I'll tell Pat to look out for that. <laughs> can't do a whole lot about it you tell them at the postal service and uh in in all the years we've lived in athens for decades i've never seen anything like this mm -hmm. and some of this is coming out of and they know where it's going some of this is either there's a, a post office box and there's an actual street address and i forget which one one is in new jersey and one is in miami florida um but uh it's <laughs> I don't know. It would be something that you could maybe ask our postmaster about. Are you, are you saying you everybody that's affected is is rerouting to the, one of those two addresses? I believe so. There may be others. That's all I know is that at least those two. Think that make it easy sites. to find out. Well, you would think that you would you would actually uh, go to that address. Yeah. You would actually go to, uh, you know, the post office box. But you don't even have to go to a postal. Uh, facility to change your address you just in the old days you used to have to go there and nowadays they have cameras and so on but uh this is all done as a scamming thing so and and we got one of those same calls yesterday as you did from amazon and i know i didn't have anything because i don't have any of that now you have it so you <laughs> you you got sucked into it uh and usually you the calls will be in uh, an american voice and then you know darn well it's going to be that same oriental Filipino, Excellent. Thailand kind of voice mm. that uh, that that calls you, and um, when if. You but I mean, people, even legitimate companies have some of that. Um, it's just you have to just. They wanted me to wait for two minutes. We'll we'll be right back and stuff <laughs> like that. And uh, you know, I said, no, bye bye. <laughs> and then I decided, rather than calling the number on this deal, yeah, I'm going to call the number that is on Amazon's website. And then, um, anyway, so they're looking into it. And you better have a good relationship with your mm -hmm. bank. Mm -hmm. And they must know you personally. <laughs> yeah, it's the first place you go is you go to your bank yeah. because people have a way of removing things from a bank even. Uh, so it's just, Whoops. I don't know, I just, you have not been reported on the news or anything like that, but it's a, it's, a, it's a big concern now here in Athens, and our local post office person indicates that not a lot he can do. It's coming, the changes are coming out of Columbus. So, the, you know, we, we, we can mail something in Athens, like our utility bill, and it won't come out of, it will come out of with a Columbus uh, postmark on it. And that's the sad part of how we've become so big, and we, we don't trust. Well, I used to trust the postal system because I was I'm famous for saying I have a phone on the wall in the kitchen and a postal box on the front of my house, and that's how I get, and you've often said to me, well, you don't have a computer? Well, they can get you in all kinds of ways now. Just let, thought you, what your dad used to say, just thought you'd like to know. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Find his stuff so we can hear him again. I, we're working at it, but but the guy that Connor, <laughs> Connor is who I given that assignment to to find that and Chicken Man and all these different shows, <laughs> and um, well, well now he's he's working remotely. So he's don't put, 
He's, Chicken man he, in where is he? New dad. Jersey? PA. Thank you. I'm Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, Lehigh Valley. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. I well. didn't catch what our caller said when she hung up, but, uh, yeah, I'd, that'd be cool to get those resurrected. The just, shows, just right. Thought you, just thought you'd like to know. Yeah. The Fred Palmer commentary. Yeah. I used to listen to those morning, noon, evenings. We did play one recently. Yeah. I can't remember the what the circumstance was, but I found one, and we put it on. I had several people during the day say, that was neat this morning. Is it in the system right now that we could find it? I don't know. We should. I'll, I'm going to take a look, if, okay. if you don't mind. Sure, go. All right. I, I'm told there's... I think Connor told me there's maybe a hundred of them in the system somewhere. But, you know, we had thousands. And they're on large reel-to-reels. We saved every one of them. But finding those reel-to-reels and then getting them moved from that to our hard drive storage. I, 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 I don't know. Anyway, let's keep going here. Where did we get? Uh, so National Meth Awareness Day and National Mississippi Day. Okay. You've been there? Mississippi? Yes. yes. It has some nice places. Yeah, they do. Okay, we can put that one away. Um, I was... Um, the, the story this morning, if you were watching the news, is about Barbados which is a place I really like. It's an island. Um, it's British. Well, it was British. As of today, it's not. I guess you would have called it a former British colony. Sometimes even nicknamed uh, Little Little England of the Caribbean. Anyway, um, it is now officially, um, what would you call it, independent, I guess? Yes. And um, in the last 24 hours, it officially occurred that it came to formally removing Queen Elizabeth II as its head of state. In fact, this might be tomorrow instead, now that I think about it. And um, that also is the date of their 55th anniversary of its transition from a colony to an independent state. And uh, while people are going to have a nice time about it. It's not a real big shake-up or anything like that. Yet, the act is profound for a nation that has endured nearly 400 years of British dominance. Let's see here. After 396 years of British rule and probably just over 386 years of British monarchial, monarchial, yeah, I'm saying that right, rule, the time has come for us to express the full confidence in ourselves as a people. That statement comes from Prime Minister Mia Amor Motley said last month after lawmakers voted to replace the role of the queen with the island's general uh, governor general dame sandra mason who will now become barbados first president um so that's kind of a big story at the moment yeah and uh I'm trying to recall the names of several of my really good friends that were from Barbados, my soccer buddies. And um, as I said, I've enjoyed visiting that island. 
Oh, a weird thing happened to me. This is kind of personal. A weird thing. Well, not weird. Just bear with me a minute. Okay. So yesterday I was looking at my calendar on my phone where I keep a lot of information. And so on the date of November, let me get to it, November 29th, which was yesterday, I'm looking down the little list of things, and then... Here is one that says, Carol Lambert, death. We're talking about my sister, folks. She died yesterday, on this date, rather, um, in 2019. Two years. Now, that's... um, That sounds like um, how do I want to put this? It feels like it's been five or ten years. Um, now she was 14 years older than myself. She was born in 1935. Um, and my, my mother bore her, if, is that the right word? Yeah, you could, you could do that. Okay. And then 14 late, 14 years later, they adopted me as a tiny infant. Um, many of you will recall, she lived here in Athens for... I don't think I have that in my calendar, but I'm going to say at least 15 years. Out on um, 550. Her husband, Bob Lambert, was my right-hand guy. Took care of all the bookkeeping and all that sort of thing. Uh, His former career was in commercial real estate in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, They were so, uh, Carol especially, was so involved in animal rescue and that sort of thing. Um, They had a couple of their own, which were amazing dogs. Her death came as uh, she fell um, out uh, by her pond and hit her head on the rock. But she was out playing with the dogs out in the countryside. Um, She and Bob are both buried in the Amesville Cemetery. I go out there and visit that uh, generally, I'm going to say twice a year, Memorial Day and some other time as well. But just to uh, glance at your calendar and then realize that only two years ago, or maybe it was three, um, she passed. Um, it just kind of hit me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well. Let's see here. What else do we have? Today? Well, you said that. You <coughs> referred to it as weird. Yeah, it's kind of, it's unique, unusual, I guess, mm-hmm. for something like that to go on there. Speaking of your family, if you look up there at the monitor to your right, 
I found a whole bunch of yeah, I, just thoughts Con- you'd like to Connor know. Connor thought there was... Um, I loaded one there if you want to play it. It's labeled coffee. Well, let me reach over and get my coffee mug here. <laughs> well, I didn't set you up or anything, did I? Okay, folks. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, this is two minutes and five seconds, yeah. which is customary. Just a little bit. You know, I thought people have been asking about those, so why not? And how many did you find? Well, all those ones that is are. Is that all or is there more? That's all. The ones that are highlighted in yellow right there. Okay. Those are the ones that are on there so far. Well, let's start looking again. Yeah. And trying to find the rest of these because. Um, Here's a l- little surprise gift from us Here we this go. morning. Friends, the other day in Columbus, I paid 94 cents for a cup of warm coffee. It piqued my curiosity, so I went to the library and got a book on coffee. The story of coffee is rather exciting. It all started in the area between Ethiopia, Ethiopia and Yemen. A goat herd whose name was Calde noticed his goats eating red berries, after which they jumped about with great activity. So he ate some of the berries, and he felt good and danced around. A monk from a nearby monastery was passing by, noticed the effect of the red berries, so he picked some. He parched his berries and dropped them in hot water for a drink. As a result, he did not fall asleep during his prayers. So all the monks began to drink the new medicine and all stayed awake during their prayers. The same trees with red berries are still growing in Ethiopia today, and the use of the coffee bean spread among the Arabs. They tried to keep it secret, but a Muslim pilgrim from India, Baba Budan, smuggled seven seeds out of Arabia over into India. They grew, and the use of coffee sipped from small cups as a ceremonial drink became widely used. Eventually, the Dutch carried some plants from Malabar in India to Java, Indonesia, where it flourished, and that is why we often refer to a cup of java. And Louis Bromfield named his farm near Mansfield Malabar after the town in India. By this time, King Louis XIV of France heard of coffee that gave you a new vigor, so he ordered a tree to be sent to him. Since the tree must always be warm, King Louis built the first heated greenhouse in Europe for his beloved coffee tree. And it was from this specific tree that seeds were sent to Central and South America that produces most of the coffee today. Now, there's a lot more to tell in another commentary, but think about this. The average coffee drinker drinks 30 gallons of coffee a year, and our coffee breaks add up to 16 full working days a year. Just thought you'd like to know. How about that? Just thought you'd like to know. And, um, you know, the... um, the, um, Script School of Journalism. Um, Ralph Izzard. Yeah. Whoops, let me turn your mic on. Okay. Ralph Izzard, who was the director of that for yes. many years. And another gal whose name is escaping me, although I knew her well and she was really great. They uh, co-authored or co-edited and published a collection of the Fred Palmer commentary. Was it Dr. Drew Riley Everts? Now, she was involved in, to some degree, but that's not who it was. Okay. It was a younger person. Um, oh, there's one right out in the hall, I'll bet. A copy of it? Yeah. Yeah. On that little stand? Yeah. See if there is. Okay. Because I'd like to get the name right. But um, this book is still available. And uh, I think, I mentioned that uh, tonight I have an event at the History Center from uh, 5 to 7, I think. Um, I believe they have it for sale in their gift shop. And I've told them um, I've got another box of them. If they ever run out, we'll be happy to put it in there. But... uh, Anyway, I do see another caller trying to ring in. Let's see what's on their minds. Good morning. Good morning. Interesting show this morning. How about that? Oh, I'm saying this was an interesting show. No, I said, how about that? Oh, yes, right. Hey, I like what you've done for your Christmas decorations along your 
oh. porch railing. You put more lights up. I've not seen that before. Yeah, that's a new thing. Right. Yeah, I'll have to go down on the street and look closer. And um, I, I tried to put them up in such a way that I might leave them up year-round, just not lit, you know? Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> you can still do the one strip, but the other one yeah. can be unlit because you pull it at the right right, right place or something, huh? Yeah, I can just unplug it. Okay. I had a question. I don't know whether you discussed it or not. What's up? Oh, you had a very big Thursday last week, didn't you? A big one? Thanksgiving. Well, if you're speaking of my birthday, yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It doesn't fall on the same day very often, does it? Just well, it, it has a, a, sometimes during my lifetime, but uh, it certainly did last week. So when you met with your family, they not only gobbled turkey, they gobbled birthday cake. We had some, um, actually it was a birthday pie. Oh, but, what's uh, that? But how was that? Well, it's always good. Ice cream or something? No, I don't. It was just a nice uh, holiday pie. Oh, okay. So you didn't overdo the the no, carbohydrates. No, no. We did. We had a very nice dinner with Jackie and her family. And everybody sang happy birthday to you. They did. Yeah, great, and you blew out the candles. E e out. Even the dog. Even the dog. Yeah. And I know you were talking about your grandsons getting larger. And larger. <laughs> That's what these young people do nowadays. They grow lots taller than the parents. I have a picture of him in my phone. It's just hard for me to find because, you know, you get so many pictures in your phone. <laughs> right. Um, but where we're standing back to back, and he's easily a foot taller than I am. Easily. How much do you think he weighs? I... Never even thought about that, but uh, he is solid. So, um, I mean, he's not—he's not skinny by any means. He's not fat either. He's just solid. Well, anyway, your granddaughter is already at OU, and she? yes, she's a freshman. And this Julia. Another other one's a freshman. And and some, there was like a. Julia's a freshman, and then um, um, Andy is a sophomore at Athens, I think. I think that's right. That may, oh, sophomore. I thought you said freshman. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. I think he is a sophomore. Okay. But I was thinking that good family planning, get one through college before the next one comes along. Julia, um, I used to work with her to learn how to drive, and she did okay when I would be with her in the car and we'd go practice in parking lots a little bit and some of the smaller roads. But she's never finished her driver's license, uh, even though she's a freshman in college now. Um, Andy loves to drive, drives all over the place with his parents accompanying him. Still young enough for that. And um, he's 16, but he, he, he needs to take his um, license here pretty soon. Well, that's a surprise. So somebody has to... Oh, does your granddaughter live on campus? Yes. Okay. Well, then she's not needing the car anyway. I think she's in Wilson. Oh. Anyway. Well, All right. You have a guest tomorrow. You say that's that... Uh, tomorrow is Shelley Lieberman. The next day is the other guy. Tom O'Grady. Oh, good. That sounds like a good lineup. I hope so. In two days, we won't have to listen to that. Humor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of having guests, too, is besides enjoying your conversation with the guests. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. 970 WATH Party Line. Did you find it? Okay, well, no, that, I, I know where there's some in bed. That book is so popular, it has disappeared. Okay. People, somebody must have helped themselves. Sure, but, but I, I got more in back. We hope they enjoy it. Anyway, the Fred Palmer commentary. Is, yeah, I missed uh, the call there. I had to help in the production studio. There was it about Mr. Palmer. Uh, it was about um, Julia and Andy and uh, um, just all sorts of stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Now. But um, 
just by my rough count there, it looks like we might have 25 Fred Palmer commentaries ready to go here. But I don't want to get them started without finding the others first. Okay. You know what I mean? Once yeah. Once we pu- start putting it on, people want to... They'll be disappointed if it's not on. Yeah. Um, or we can just do another impromptu pop-up flash bomb. Just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> okay. Something like that. But I hope I hope you, they find whoever's looking for them. Hope they find the one about the marching band playing in the cold weather where they had to dump alcohol in their instruments to keep them from freezing <laughs> well that was not the 110 this was a, oh, another no. ensemble years yeah. ago from years ago <laughs> it no, was funny how your dad that. described that toward the end of the parade yeah <laughs> you remember that one i do it was a funny one let's see on this day in history canute the great King of Denmark. We're talking the year 1016. Canute the Great claims the English throne after the death of Edmund Ironside. <coughs> Excuse me. 1487, the first German beer purity law. Reinheitsgebot, Gebot, something like that pronounced is promulgated in Munich by Albert IV, Duke of Bavaria. Well, what did that say? It stated that beer should be brewed from only three ingredients, water, malt, and hops. How dare they use anything else? 1648, the English Parliamentary Army captures King Charles I. 1786, the Grand Duke of Tuscany, Leopold II, promulgates a penal reform, making his the first state to abolish the death penalty. And another point on that same date, November 30th, commemorated as Cities for Life Day. All of this in 1786. Jumping ahead another 90 years, in 1876, archaeologist Heinrich Schliemann finds the gold mask of Akamemnon. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, of modern Greece, anyway. Um, and it's also known as the Mona Lisa of prehistory. Okay, famous birthdays. Albert Kesselring, born on this date in 1885, died in 1960. Appears to be a German officer. Albert Kesselring, K-E-S-S-E-L. R-I-N-G. Yes, he was a German general field marshal of the Luftwaffe Mm. during World War II who was subsequently convicted of war crimes. Must have done something wrong. Uh, Yeah, like bombing the British city of London to shreds. Okay. Mark Twain... Born in 1835, on this date, died in 1910. American writer, Mark Twain. He was amazing. Yeah. Wasn't he better named or or better known as Samuel Langhorne Clemens? Yes, he was. Well, no, he was known by Mark Twain. Not better known. He was known by Mark Twain, but... His real name, I think. Yeah. A lot of people can get that because they've heard of Mark Twain before and then they say that's not his real name. Mm-hmm. No. So he was American writer, humorist, entrepreneur, publisher, and lecturer. He was lauded as the greatest humorist the United States has produced and William Faulkner called him the father of American literature. 
Okay, now the uh, oldest, uh, going back the farthest today, uh, is that of Jonathan Swift. Swift, there we go. He was born on this date in 1667, died in 1745. Jonathan Swift. He was an Anglo-Irish essayist, political pamphleteer, and poet. Yeah, an Anglican cleric who became dean of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Dublin. Hence his common name of Dean Swift. The most recent is that of Winston Churchill. He was born on this date in 1874, died in 1965. Of course, we all know as Churchill being the former prime minister of the UK. We, uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. British statesman served as the prime minister of the UK from 1940 to 45 during the Second World War, and then again from 1951 to 1955. I was not aware of that, the second term. Yes. So... He uh, kept Britain going even after London was bombed to dust. Two famous deaths to bring up. One is that of George Bush, George H.W. Bush, former president. Born in 1924, died just a few years ago in 2018. Fine fellow. I met him twice. Paul Walker is the other person. I don't know who this is. But he was born in 1973 and died in 2013. Not a very long life. Yeah, he was an American actor. Actor. Best, yeah, okay. best known for his role as Brian O'Connor in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay. Well, I brought in a fascinating report today. But we've simply run out of time. But I'll tell you what it's about. 2022's Best College Towns and Cities in America. This report, I'm betting it's 70 pages long. And I've got less than a minute, so I'll just tell you, um, it uh, ranks every... um, College and university, so to speak, and the city it's located in. Um, And they like the wallet friendliness, social environment, academic and economic opportunities, and then a total score. They also do a separate separation where they do the largest cities and then the, excuse me, the medium-sized cities and then the small cities that host a school. Like Athens came in uh, like 14th among small cities. We'll tell you more tomorrow. No, Friday. Tomorrow we got a guest. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H Athens. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Infectious disease experts are scrambling to find out more about the newly detected Omicron variant and the danger it may pose. It's turned up in at least 19 countries so far. And NIH Director Dr. Francis Collins tells CBS Mornings. We'll not be surprised if sometime in the next few days uh, we identify cases in the U.S. considering that this virus has found its way already into a lot of countries, including our neighbors in Canada. President Biden's urging Americans not to panic. He says lockdowns are not on the table right now. There is advice for the vaccinated. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. While we still don't know exactly how strong Omicron is, the CDC is already adjusting its vaccine guidance, recommending last night that all U.S. adults get a booster. Pfizer says it plans to ask the FDA to approve boosters for 16 and 17-year-olds. Merck is requesting emergency use authorization for its COVID pill. Senior Vice President Sean Curtis spoke at an FDA meeting this morning. The proposed intended use for Molnupiravir is for the treatment of mild and moderate COVID-19 in adults with positive results of a direct SARS-CoV-2 viral test 
and who are at high risk for progressing to severe COVID-19, including hospitalization or death. Pandemic era, home prices are through the roof. They shot up more than 19% in September compared to the year before. Records were set in 20 cities. Phoenix was the nation's hottest real estate market, with prices up 33%. The Secretary of State is attending a NATO meeting on Russian aggression. Secretary Blinken says he will have a lot more to say soon about how the U.S. and its allies plan to address Russia's latest moves. It is particularly important to, to the president and to me that we have an opportunity to consult closely with our NATO allies and partners. That's what we're going to be doing. Russia has been massing troops along Ukraine's border and Blinken warned Moscow about escalating the situation. And any renewed aggression would trigger serious consequences. NATO Secretary General said ahead of this meeting that Russia's intentions remain unclear. Cami McCormick, CBS News, Riga, Latvia. New days dawned in Barbados. <laughs> Prince Charles looked on as island leaders bade farewell to four centuries of colonial rule. I was so deeply touched that you should have invited me to return to Barbados and to join you on behalf of the Queen. 